Hey, this is David Sobel. I'm with um, Dylan Tanaka, Emil Israelov, Nancy Phillips. Hey, thanks for joining us today. A wonderful Saturday. It's, it's raining again, I see. Something about these Saturdays, Nancy. <laughs> so um, this is uh, Real Estate Realities on um, uh, new radio media. So what's going on, Dylan? How are you doing today? I'm doing well, David. How are you? Well, tell everybody what the show is about, really, Dylan. So Real Estate Realities uh, is kind of a conglomeration of a, a lot of different things uh, focused here on on in Michigan on real estate, but we touch a lot of um, we touch on a lot of things nationwide. We touch on some residential, some commercial, finance, a lot of real estate investing, um, yeah. different events where folks can can come out and meet us or um, find out who the right professionals are for them to use. Right, it's a pretty busy hour, isn't it? It is a busy yeah. hour. So today we have Emil joining us. Thanks, Emil. Emil Zrela, for uh, first uh, Lake Michigan Credit Union. He's the sales manager there, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and in the mortgage industry. Absolutely. I don't know any mortgage guys. <laughs> the first guy I've ever met. <laughs> Only other person I know in the mortgage industry is uh, Sarah Markey, who calls in. Sure. Oh. Excellent. You know, 20, 29 years in the mortgage, uh, in the real estate and finance business, I've never met any other mortgage officers. <laughs> yeah, I can, I'm sure. <laughs> it's getting deep in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Huh. So, um, you know, we always talk about the first, you know, kind of a trend, what's going on, a funny mm -hmm. trend. I, I do want to share with you, Dylan, I know you just popped in today like, sure. real fast. You were on 696. Did you hear about the guy who, um, it was a tenant, and he had just, uh, you know, signed a lease or endorsed a lease a couple of years ago. It was all over the Internet. Um, where were you? Uh, this this tenant, what he did was he took his landlord's lease. This is why you never take a document. I was telling you about this yes. weekend uh, or earlier this week. You never take a document and send it by just regular word. You always put it in a PDF format, right? So this this guy took his landlord's lease. It came in Microsoft Word, and he changed and he inserted, like in one of the items, it was a very long lease, sure. that the landlord shall bake the tenant a cake, a birthday cake, every year. It was a three-year lease, uh, and, the, and that the cake, <laughs> and the cake should be, you know, it should only be a chocolate cake. It should not be vanilla. It had a description of the recipe, how it should be made, and he popped it in this this lease. He inserted in, let's say, you know, item paragraph seventeen. Oh yeah. And landlord never caught it. And guess what? <laughs> he held he held this landlord's feet to the fire, and every year this landlord had for you know to to bake the cake for the tenant. That's fine. You know, you have, ever happened to you? court with that? I think they did. Yeah. They went, wow. uh, you know what? I'd have to read that part of the article. Yeah. I, I was I was laughing so hard I didn't finish laughing, it. So. <laughs> but I like that, you know? Oh, sure. Was, it had a lot of, you know, uh, chutzpah, as they say. Document little, authenticity. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Document authenticity. Listen, exactly. even with PDFs today, it's very easy to edit a PDF. If you right. know how to use Mac or if you have Acrobat Pro, you can go in there. I mean, as an attorney, you right. know that because you guys work docs all sure. day long. Sure. Actually, they have when we send documents, uh, what we do is we redline one document sure. and we always mark put up. the original. Yeah, we mark up that mm -hmm. document and then we have the original of that document. We put both of them. We send it back and forth to each other. So I, I like a, to do that. But. I'll tell you a short story. Um, someone that uh, we both know who owns a management property management company, they uh -huh. have a 32-page lease for wow. the tenants, wow. which protects their the, – what they do, folks, is um, they work for the landlords, and they place tenants, and they manage those tenants. So if you are a landlord and you don't want to work with your tenants directly, you can hire a management company. Right. So he has a 32-page lease, and he can basically put anything he want, wants in that lease because right. the tenants are never going to read it, of right. course. But, you know, like David said, um, a lot of times if you don't pay attention to those small details, they will come back to bite you big time. Isn't that crazy? 
That's pretty funny. I, I would make the cake recipe so difficult that the, <laughs> make the, the, the landlord jump through so many hoops. So what's going on uh, in, in your world today? Well, not much. We've got um, the, the Rio of Macomb event coming the 28th. I know, uh, uh, David, you're going to be speaking on the, the um, legal and finance panel. Uh, right. We've got a CPA. We're going to keep it pretty light. We mostly focus on real estate investors. Emil right. doesn't know me very well, but uh, <laughs> I run a real estate investment club. Way over in Macomb County, as David likes to say. On the east say. side. As we the crow flies. Research. Yeah. yeah. I know where the east side is, don't Right, I, right. You know. So um, we get together every month, and uh, we'll have a couple experts on stage and um, Q&A, all that kind of stuff. But it's really just for... It's pretty productive. Pe- yeah, people like us who are, are on the investment side of real estate to get together, network, and uh, pretty much do deals together, too. It's so. a great way to learn. You know, I mean, that's the best way Absolutely. to meet people. And, of you know, course. Mentors. It's, it's peers. You know, it's all about learning from your peers and... Mm sharing resources and you know there's not a lot of new ways to do things you know there's a lot of proven ways to do things right and that's right. what you got to go back is to the proven resources right proven resource hmm. that Sounds would be a genius name for a company yeah. <laughs> would be. i'm only a genius when i come in here apparently <laughs> thanks very much so um yeah, speaking of genius, I mean, it's also, I heard a story I think you were sharing with me the other day about uh, some lady. Uh, you, you should have a cape, Dylan. You're oh. always yeah. saving people's equity. What's, what's that about? I had a, uh, I had a senior citizen call me, and uh-huh. uh, I don't take that term lightly, you know, um, or use it lightly. But she's 87 years old. Uh-huh. She has a home she used to live in. She, she moved out to an apartment because when she went into the hospital to have a procedure done, luckily she was okay. One of her grandkids moved in became a squatter, you know, the whole oh, drug, alcohol, yeah, all that horrible sure. stuff. Uh, she lost her homeowner's insurance, of course, because oh. the, the property looked terrible. She didn't have a debt on it, so, you know, at, at least that was going for her. Except if something would have happened to this property, had it burnt down or, or anything like that, she wasn't covered. Right. So she came to me and asked me if I could help her somehow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I put my cape on, and I ended up actually purchasing the property from her and dealing with the, the squatter on my own, you know, right. in my own way. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I helped him get on his way. Oh, I the, pity the right that squatter. Way. Right. <laughs> the, the east side. But, right. you know, the the key is what really blows my mind again about, um, you know, you're a senior citizen. I don't know what does ARP say at 55, so right. I'm, I'm almost there, 60. But uh, it's amazing that uh, she didn't have more family help at 87. Yeah. And and had I been somebody who would take advantage of her, she didn't have an attorney to talk sure. to. I mean, it was yeah. it's really sad. Right. And I see, unfortunately, I see it quite often. I mean, I don't see it as, as common as I used to because – uh, you know, information about real estate is more prevalent sure. uh, in, in investing, but I do see it. I mean, I told you, I think the last time we talked about somebody down in Southgate, the the uh, investor, just like yourself, ended up carting this lady around for like a year. He became her best friend. It was almost Listen, like it could have been a sitcom. I did the same thing you know? for two months. <laughs> yeah, okay. So. I took her to the doctor's. Oh, did you really? Yeah. All right. I had to. You're a good guy. I had no choice. Yeah, you're a good guy. So, um, Will you do that for me when I get old? Yeah. You have a long time. I'll be gone. It's a long, long time you. coming. Right. right. It's a long time coming. Don't they have let me ask you something. You know, we're talking about seniors, et cetera. Sure. I, I have a client right now who um, you know, is eighty four years old. The guy's amazing. I, I don't want to say too much, but he is a like a karate champion, a jiu-jitsu wow. champion. He's incredible. And in in his eighties, his handshake, seriously, it, it's like a vice. But uh, you know, he can't really get financing anymore. He came to me. 
uh, for some issues with the bank. Uh, he has a business as well. But here's the thing. Reverse mortgages are out. I mean, he has a lot of equity. Do you do reverse mortgages? We don't personally handle reverse mortgages at our firm, but right. I, I did in the past. And right. here's what I can tell you about reverse mortgages. Mm -hmm. Reverse mortgages don't require the borrower to have ex excellent credit because right. there's really no repayment. Right. Right? You're repaying with the equity in your home. However, there is a liquidity test uh, for because the borrower is still responsible for taxes and right. insurance and a lot of people those recurring expenses and sure. that's where a lot of the changes in reverse mortgage lending um, you know that's what really caused a lot of the recent changes in it was uh -huh. because people were getting into these reverse mortgages with no income and no repayment qualification right. and then ended up getting in trouble sure with, they'd forget to pay their property taxes a lot of these older people would would think well geez I got the mortgage you know I get the money yeah. and they don't have to pay the taxes they'd find themselves in foreclosure so that is one of the reasons why that they did, did the change yeah. so your your institution doesn't do the reverse mortgage we don't currently offer them no uh, okay but I mean I know you do a bunch of stuff right yeah, I mean you're pretty a, aggressive you know, the we're, oh, we do you know we do everything uh, from you know your first time buyer to you know we have products that are just for um, High net worth individuals right. that you know allow lower down payments and higher loan amounts. Uh, we do construction lending, which yeah. is just booming right now. Right. I mean, that's what's keeping you know a lot of the real estate market alive today. Right. You know, as we all know, there's a huge inventory shortage for right. resale sure. real estate, and new construction. You know, uh, as a good friend of mine, uh, Sanji says, you know, a rising tide, a rising tide lifts all ships. Mm -hmm. And with I the, that. I say it five times a day. Right, and to, with the cost to all the of, new people in the business, and with the cost of materials, uh -huh. the shortage of labor, that means the increase of cost of labor. Of course, you know, new construction is getting more expensive. Right, but that's bringing all the resale real estate prices up too because of the you know the immediate demand for occupancy. Mm -hmm. So we've seen a trend upward. Is you know the real estate, the real estate prices have uh, gone up steadily, and. Um, the new construction that's available, I mean, people people can't wait to get into it because, you know, new efficiencies, new sure. technologies uh, with these new homes. And, um, you know, new construction has really been prevalent in Michigan. Right. We've seen a lot of growth, you know. It's a nice thing to hear, prevalent in Michigan. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we're, you know, we're, we're uh, the underdog for a long time. Right. And sure. now we're coming back strong. But... You know, the new construction product has really helped move real estate and really helped communities. You, just think of the tax revenue that we're creating by building new homes. Sure. These, you know, nobody nobody builds a two or $300,000 home today. You know, new construction starts mm. in the low fours. Wow. So that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty good tax base for these municipalities right. that have been suffering for a long time. when the During the foreclosure crisis, when, you know, a lot of these banks would wait you know, until they actually sold their REO right. to even pay the taxes. That put a lot of municipalities, you know, in a high-risk category. Right. It's amazing the, the trends and how sure. things fluctuate. Let me ask you, in, in new construction, I, you know, later on we have uh, Rob Seifert, just so you know, who's our, our special guest. He'll be joining us um, down from Tampa where he's, he's based. But, uh, you know, he deals with turnkey. Uh, real estate investing uh, so that's that's really interesting uh, but when it comes to new construction there's a lot of remodeling that's that's what turnkey does uh, you know as a real estate investor you're putting a lot of money in to these properties that need a lot of uh, refurbishment and so that part of the economy has been been really helped right uh, remodeling industry is huge absolutely so do you 
what do you see like when you have clients come through uh, you know uh, applicants coming to to your credit union and you're working with them what one thing would you want to tell let's say an applicant who's doing either a, a loan remod or a home remod or a new construction what's the one thing you want to point out to them so a lot of people aren't aware but there's a renovation loan that's out there okay right? so you, you don't have to build from the ground up. Mm -hmm. If you found the perfect neighborhood, but it's not the perfect home, mm -hmm. we can lend you the money based on what the future value of that home is. So if you buy it, you know, if you found a house in the neighborhood that, you know, could support a $400,000 appraise, you know, a $400,000 value, but you pay $300,000 for the house, and we can finance in that $100,000 of improvements. And you're at, you know, your down payment's based on the aggregate amount. So you're not laying out 5% on that 300000 and then pulling hundred grand out of pocket. Right, right. You're actually going 300 plus 100, 400, and you're putting down the 5% based on the 400, right. as long as the appraisal supports Emil it. Emil never told us uh, who he's with and all of his contact <laughs> info for everybody who's listening, oh, yeah, because they're going to want to know. Info. Yeah, we, we did say uh, Lake Michigan Credit. You oh, he didn't? Well, but he'll absolutely. give you the phone number. And I, Go ahead. Yeah, oh, Emil's Rayla. I'm with Lake Michigan Credit Union. We're an um, equal opportunity lender, and uh, I can be reached at 248-961-4300, and... We'll have that information, I'm sure, on the website. Sure, and yeah, definitely. Can you spell your last name, please? It's with sure. a Z, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. You learned that this morning, didn't you? Yes, I did. The name's Emil, E-M-I-L, and last name is I-Z-R-A-I-L-O-V. You know, Emil, that's that's one of the trends. Like, you know, that's what we like to talk about, the trends, mm -hmm. is you do have the new construction, but there's so many people who, you know, could sell their home, you know, oh. and downsize, but it's so expensive now to go out there and get a new property that they're staying, it's almost like 2008. They don't want to leave. Transaction fees. Right. You know, yeah, it's so expensive. Throwing money out the window. Right. So they're they're really just saying, you know what, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to renovate my home. Or if I'm a senior, I, I didn't mean to point to you, Nancy. <laughs> Thanks, I love Thanks so much. <laughs> so, you know, if you're a senior, no. You want to remod. Not till these, Wednesday. Yeah, not till Wednesday. <laughs> Wish you a happy birthday. Um, uh, that you'll just, you know, create, what is it, like a, a senior environment within your uh, senior capacity or I forgot oh, what they sure. call it. Well, oh, you have wheelchair accessible. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, grab bars. That's and, right. Yeah, we call it aging in aging place. Aging in place. That's and, so nice. That's, yep. Yeah, that's and, great. Uh, you know, we, with that, aging in place. that same that same product I was just talking about, our reno, you know, our Lake Michigan Credit Union renovation loan, that same product can be mm. used in your existing home because what we'll do is you bring us plans and based on the future value again, we can lend you in most cases, all of the money you need to do your renovation, and literally the only out-of-pocket cost you have is the $400 for the appraisal. Right. And wow. a lot of times, you know, like I said, you're in a house, you've been there for 15 years, kitchen's dated, you know, maybe you need to add space or just need to redo, you know, refresh the place. And, you know, based on the future value, again, we will lend you the dollars you right. need to do that. Yeah, so most important. folks might not know that. Uh, all, all a professional appraisers should be able to look at, especially in a homogenous neighborhood, right. a set of plans and say, this is what this thing's going to be worth. Oh, about. absolutely. Very simple for them. You, you know, probably 40% of my business is construction and renovation lending, and it's all based on subject to repairs. You know, so, all gotcha. of our appraisers are subject to improvements. So, you know, uh, you're going to stay with us. We have some people calling in yeah, for absolutely. our market update. I don't hear any helicopters, but uh, who's joining <laughs> us right now on the line? Oh, Sarah Markey. They call her Mortgage Markey. I don't yeah, know if you know that, Emil. But okay. uh, Sarah's over at... Um, hey, Sarah, how are you? Can you hear us? Hey, good morning. 
I don't hear a helicopter or anything, Sarah. You know what? In the background, I think you need to turn out the uh, turn down the volume there, back if you're watching the show. Oh, I did. Okay, I did. thanks. I, I did. So, I was just I was listening to you guys, so yeah. I could uh, you know jump into the conversation. Um, right. Those home renovation loans are yeah. are pretty interesting. Yeah, um, welcome. You know, and a good suggestion for people who, you know, just really it's almost exactly right. But if only the kitchen were you know were better. And, uh, and of course, there's the, you know, there's the FHA 203K loan, and there's also um, a product through conventional called HomeStyle. So, yeah, it is a, you're right, it is a, it is a pretty cool option. What's going on in your world, Sarah? Well, you know, mortgage rates up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, we saw our mortgage rates rise um, as the yield on the 10-year treasury fell throughout most of the week. The highlights of the week were the trifecta of the central bank meetings and you know, everybody pretty much agreed that um, there was going to be about a uh, 25-bit hike mm-hmm. in the targeted federal funds rate, which did occur. Um, so, you know, let me just give you a visual about interest rates because we talk about it every week, and, and they go up and they go down. Um, if you picture a beach ball in a swimming pool, okay, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of negative a negative information, negative economic um, information, uh, uncertainty in the market, um, uncertainty in just you know the global climate. Take a lot of bad, um, bad news or bad expectations to push interest rates down. Right? We saw interest rates down go go down dramatically with Brexit mm-hmm. um, at, last year, and, and that's when everybody was in the in this refi boom. Um, but it, it only takes a little bit of good news for those interest rates to pop right back up again. So, so that, Sarah, you know, I'm going to. I hate to interrupt. That, I inter- get a better idea of, of what's driving. So, you, Sarah, so, you don't hear yeah. the music in the background, and neither do I, but I want to let you know we have to cut to a, a break, and then when we come back, we're going to ask you that you stay on the line and rejoin us, okay? Tell us about the good news. Yeah, sure, no problem. Thanks, Sarah. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. 
Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? Hey everybody, we're back with Real Estate Realities on New Radio Media. Sarah, this is Dylan. We've got about uh, uh, 60 seconds. Can you give us um, kind of your the, your final uh, piece of this week's update for the mortgages? Um, yeah, sure. So, you know, we were before the break, we were just talking about um, what makes rates rise and fall. And mm -hmm. what it comes down to is expectations of investors. Good economic news is bad for interest rates. Uh, because an active economy raises concerns about inflation, and inflation causes fixed income investments like bonds to lose value, and that causes their yields, which is another way of saying interest rates, to, to increase. So if you if you want to um, have an idea of what mortgage interest rates um, are doing at a at any given point in time, um, check out your 401k. Uh, I've been looking at it daily. Uh, it's, it's doing pretty well. Um, that's good for me um, and most people, but not so good for rates. So just a, a quick indicator, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking with you guys next week. Have a lovely week. Yeah, thanks, G Sarah. Give us your contact Thank info you. again, yeah, Sarah. How do, also, how do people please. reach you, Sarah? Sure, absolutely. Super easy. Just uh, www.qualifywithsarahsarah.com. Qualifywithsarah.com. That'll get you right to my website. You can email me. Um, you can check out my reviews. And I would love to answer any real estate um, investment questions or otherwise purchase uh, questions or refinance questions. I'd be love, love to help you out. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, okay. Sarah. Bye, Sarah. Sounds good. Thanks. Anybody else on the line or no? For market update? No? But you know what? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Yes, I forgot the bell again. You forgot your bell. It's in the it's in the conference room. Okay. Um, but I do have a question. Sure. This one's for Dylan. Dylan, um, Felix from Frankfurt sent me a note this week. Frankfurt, you, Germany. Yeah. No, Frankfurt, Michigan. There's a Frankfurt, Michigan. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're now expanding into the international market. Yeah. Um, he wants to know: Can I define? A rental property's boundary with fence posts if we want the yard smaller than the whole actual property um, I've never had that question before so that's a great question I would assume that you can if if within the lease it explained that uh, because you could say that there are certain parts of a property I would think this is more in commercial almost where um, they're not available for the the tenants to to be able to use them but I can't see why you can't define that, David. Oh, you're 100% right. You put that in your lease because otherwise, when you have a leasehold, right, the tenant is leasing the entire parcel usually. That's mm -hmm. what the address will, you know, that's what's defined in the lease. And if you want to make it smaller, you're going to have to define that space for the tenant. And then it's legal. Now, if you, I mean, it's a good answer that you had. Uh, if you don't put it out there, uh, the tenant could say, well, I assumed I had the whole parcel because that's the address, that's the legal description. You didn't define a smaller space for me to use. So 
That's a great question. I don't know how many fences go up in Frankfurt, but uh, uh, well, that is a lot of wide open space. There's a lot there. of wide open space. You know? It's beautiful it's, up there. It's actually, beautiful. Sure is. Yeah. Have you been there? No, I'm just agreeing with Nancy. <laughs> How can you go wrong? No, I know. No, never. But um, that's a really, you know, that's that a really neat. interesting thing because, again, what you're doing is you're setting expectations. And if right. you don't give the tenant uh, the idea of what, what it is that they're truly leasing, it's going to come back to you later. So Felix may not be able to have those sheep you wanted. Yeah, that might be what it is. Okay. Or sheepdogs. Sorry, Felix. You know, yeah, I think, unfortunately, for the for the cheap people out there, again, I started when I was in my early 20s in real estate, so I tried to do everything myself. That long ago, huh? That long ago. <laughs> yeah, 30, 40 years ago. And um, as I get wiser and, and older, it, there's no reason that you don't invest a few hundred dollars or whatever the cost is to, to speak to an attorney about these things because you, we just don't know as civilians, as I like to call us, anyone who isn't a, you know, a, a licensed attorney, you don't know what's going to happen in court. So to take that, you know, that small amount of money and make sure that you're doing the right thing, which you, you'll know that that's probably the truth for a long time going forward sure. also. So it's a right. very small investment. Right. That's spoken from a, a very seasoned real estate uh, investor. Very seasoned. Sometimes we'll have to that. talk about those mistakes he made when he was 25. He always goes back to 25. He always goes back to 25. That's been a terrible, terrible I, time for I call you it <laughs> avoiding landmines. That's how you... you, oh, avoiding you I, I teach other real estate investors how to do this stuff by not getting their legs blown off. Because when I sit with the, the guys and, and, and gals who are in their 70s and 80s and can hear those stories, because sure. that's who I like to learn from. Right. I'm not going to learn as much from you guys as somebody who's twice our age, right? Or three times our age. Yeah. Um, so how but, do you uh, find somebody who's 70 years old and, and doing that? You know, yeah. um, I, I think a little bit about what no, Emil this talked about. Show has become about age. You've, you've, All no, of a sudden, you've got to be out and about. You've got right. to be at the networking groups. Right. You've got to be at Starbucks. Not right. be not be afraid to talk to people. Put mm -hmm. yourself in that position. And uh, they loved it. I love to teach. You know, I'm mm -hmm. going to be at a at an event right after this, and mm -hmm. somebody's probably going to drill a hole in my head and, and suck info out of my brain for three hours. Right. Mentorship oh. and going to these programs. We we talk about it in sure. each episode. Uh, the RIAs, there's mastermind groups, mm -hmm. and we had Keith. Look at we we had Keith uh, Stonehouse here uh, in right. the seat that More you're sitting in. Yeah. He's, great he did a great Keith. job, um, and he has programs uh, weekly uh, that multiple, really help people. Multiple, multiple programs, week, yeah. right, right, right. He still can't. Uh, nobody can tell me how to open up a lockbox that nobody has a combo <laughs> for. But uh, that's a real mastermind, true mastermind. Hey, I got I got a lot of mileage out of that show, right? You got a, <laughs> way more than yeah. it deserved. Wow, so, wow, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Um, what is you know, Emil? You know, we're talking about mentorship, etc. You know, as a senior senior uh, loan officer, I mean, you've been doing this for how many years now? Twenty, thirty year in the business. Yeah. What oh. sticks out in your mind in the twenty, thirty years? What's the one thing that, like, in your business, that you kind of shake your head, but you see it coming? Uh, well, you know, so there's people that have been in the business one year, twenty, three years over. Right. And right. there's people, like you said, you learn. You have to be. You're, you're a lifetime student. Absolutely. No matter what business you Yeah, a lifetime you're student, in, exactly. You've got to be a lifetime student because right. you've got to stay ahead of the trends. You've got to, you know, you've got to know. You've got to know. You're the subject matter expert. Right. So you, your clients are putting their trust in you, and you've got to know this, and you've got to know how it's going to affect them long term, short term. Um, you know, sit down, figure out your goals with your client or your client's goals with them. And then use the tools at your disposal to help them get there. You know, I had a client that called me, and, you know, this was, I started working with this couple four years ago. And they bought a piece of land in Detroit. And they said, Emil, we want to build uh, a four, 
unit and we want to have the top unit to ourselves and rent the other three out and they said but you know everywhere we go people are telling us that that's a commercial commercial building or this so we looked at everything and you know it they ended up qualifying based on a Fannie Mae loan uh -huh. so like you know so we have different loan limits and different guidelines for one to four family once you go five unit or over, it becomes an investment property. Right. So we figured out that at the time, you know, a couple of years ago, and the limits have increased since then, they were able for a four unit, the conforming loan limit was actually in the 800,000 range. Wow. wow. So they were, they were able to build this million dollar project uh -huh. with 20% down and wow. achieve their dream where everybody, you know, everybody else they went to said, oh, it's Detroit. You'll right. never get it to appraise right. or this, you know, or. So when did they finish the project? Uh, two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, so they year, were like a year and a half ago. They, they were really a little timed, bit ahead of it. Yeah, yeah a so they timed it really yeah. well, right? Yeah, That's right. good so, timing. Listen, this is, this is why we bring experts like Emil on mm -hmm. here because um, David, being a genius, I mean, he was surprised at that $800,000 number with Fannie Mae, right? Sure. And I'm with investors all day, every day. I didn't know that number. Yeah, either. the limit's yeah. actually more now. For the the limit, unit. right. But there is also another limit, and that is you can only have four loans with Fannie Mae. Now, see, that's, that's I'm learning it's something. It's not true. Okay, what is it? Okay, is it? So you can have up to 10. Okay. Investment properties right. financed with Fannie Mae or Freddie Really? Mac. See, that changed. So there's cash out limitations. Right. So if you own multiple properties, once you have a certain number of loans, mm -hmm. you're going to have to find a portfolio lender Sing like a Bill. credit union. <laughs> no, hey. Tell us, tell us. No, it's really um, good. Yeah. So you can apply at myloanofficer.com. <laughs> no, That's but, okay. It's no, fine. No, but, you know, with the... So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, you have to have their certain, you know, credit score minimum requirements, and you have to have, um, you have to be a seasoned landlord, obviously, if you have that many finance properties. Right. But you can go up to 10 with the agencies. Okay. And then uh, perhaps a credit union lender like us that has right. portfolio power. And when I say portfolio power, what that means is that we have our own money to lend besides the Fannie Mae and the Freddie Mac securitization money. Mm -hmm. We lend our own money. Ba you know, member deposits. Right. And we have guidelines that, you know, for the seasoned investor, we, you know, it, it's got to line up. But if, if it's the right situation, we'll go beyond that. Mm -hmm. But most investors, once they get over 10 properties, their cash flows are pretty steady strong. and they're really strong. And, you know, they're able to go in and acquire properties for cash. Right. Um, and, you know, at some point, you know, and usually what you see is the trend is people start with residential one to four families and then they go into multifamily, Multi. which right. is then commercial, which brings in another. And we, you know, we support that type of financing sure. as well. But that, you know, that brings in a different product at that point. You actually mentioned something that's very important for our, our listening and viewing audience. And that is the the fact that you're working for a credit union. And I'm a big proponent of lending local and working with local institutions as opposed to large, you know, behemoth uh, lending institutions. We won't say their names. <laughs> and um, you, you talk about portfolio lending. Yes. And I know I, I've I worked with you in the past, you know, oh, and I've, I've called you on uh, some of my clients and said, hey, I don't think this is really a an agency loan, um, but perhaps you guys can work with these people uh, in the short term, and then maybe flip them over into a uh, agency deal. So, Absolutely. what what goes on with that? I mean, you're taking the so, same type of application. Yep, what do it's you the do? same. It's the same exact process, uh -huh. right? So you're applying for a loan, same documentation. So you know, here are scenarios where a um, a portfolio loan would make sense, right? So maybe this property it has some type of unique attribute 
that mm-hmm. may not qualify for a Fannie or Freddie. You know, folks, when we say agency loan, we mean Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. They're the um, GSAs, the government-sponsored, you know, agencies, agencies that yeah. kind of set the rules for residential mortgage lending. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you might have, uh, it could be a property, a property attribute, or you might have somebody that's maybe just, you know, a few months short of the Fannie Mae guideline waiting period for post-bankruptcy or port foreclosure, okay. you know, but there are other strong compensating factors that allow us to make an exception for something like so that. So when, when we come back, as we're going to go to a break, Absolutely. you'll tell us a couple of those items, right? You awesome. share with that? Absolutely. Thanks, Emil. I appreciate that. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Why are we here? What makes a person truly good? For those answers, you're gonna have to take a philosophy class. But if you're more interested in who would win in a fight between R2-D2 and a Dalek, watch Get It to the Geeks on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on NewRadioMedia.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hey folks, we're back with Real Estate Reality's new radio media, and uh, we're going to get back to a meal at the end of the hour, but uh, I'm really excited because a good friend of mine who uh, was here in Michigan for a long time has gone down to Florida, and uh, him and I do a little bit of business together, and David's a good friend of his also. We have uh, we have Rob Seifert on the line. Oh, Rob, you coming in with a helicopter, Rob? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Rob. What's going on? How have you been? Beautiful day. Uh-huh. I've been great. How about yourself? We're doing really doing, good. Doing great. Hey, Rob, I want to say congratulations also. Uh, you've got a new addition to the family if you want to brag a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a, a handful. I call him our little genius. Um, yeah, he's a thank you. He, he's a, a lot of pleasure and bundle of joy and definitely has a unique way of teaching you what's important in life and in business. Yeah, mm-hmm. very important. Changes everything. Yep. So, Rob, tell us a little bit, congratulations again, just tell us a little bit about um, uh, USA Portfolio, that's your company, and and what you're up to these days. Yeah, so uh, USA Portfolio was 
uh, started a few years back out of necessity. I wholesaled, you know, hundreds of homes and just uh, realized that it was uh, primarily rental property. So I created USA Portfolio uh, to focus on turnkey rentals and creating what I thought would be the um, best evolution of that fully renovated property managed in place, all under one roof, mm-hmm. um, and just have an overall great experience and relationship building capability for you know, our clients that are looking for alternatives to the financial investment world and um, you know, also tenants looking for you know, great uh, land, properly landlorded places to live. What's turnkey? Um, so that, that's in, it, in a nutshell. That's turnkey, but uh, you were defining it uh, just real loosely. What, what is turnkey for our, our audience who you know, doesn't have any experience with turnkey investing? I mean, you kind of described it, but a little bit slower. Not for our audience. Yeah, our, our no audience. problem. Yeah. So what are they so, looking for in turnkey property? Two things I would say. One, be careful of the term because there are a lot of people that use the term turnkey loosely. All right. And for them, it just, it just means I have a property that has a tenant, and they call that turnkey. Okay. Um, in my definition, that is not turnkey. That is an occupied property, yes. Um, a true turnkey, by my definition, is a property that uh, someone or a company has already purchased. They have already went through and done a full renovation to the property, um, very similar to a, to a retail um, flip of a house, you know, fully renovating new kitchens, new bathrooms, uh, making sure that the mechanicals, the roofs, and uh, major components of the property are new or fairly new. Um, and then once they've done that part, they have then also went in and searched the market and, and marketed for a qualified tenant, meaning they've done the credit check on the tenant, they've you know, checked for previous eviction history, they have verified and proven their income and rental history if applicable, um, and then they've placed that qualified tenant into the property and have now started to collect rent through a property manager or themselves if it's, you know, one property. And at that point, if you're purchasing that property from that provider or person, then that is truly turnkey, meaning that the day that you're purchasing the property, you're essentially buying and taking over the rent that is coming in each month. There's nothing for you to do. You're just buying cash flow from day one. And that's really what has been the foundation of your success, right? That that yes. description right there, what you do. Yes, the, the fully true turnkey is is uh, definitely the foundation that has spiraled into everything we do today. Yeah, quite quite different than uh, buying a house with a tenant in it and reflipping it or something like that, and calling it a calling it a uh, a turnkey. So, um, Robert, also you've you've created a couple new software programs, maybe not so new, but new to some of our listeners because we do have a, a bit of a real estate investor following. So, why don't you uh, yep. tell us a little bit about all those? Yeah, so obviously uh, the turnkey business is what uh, built everything that we did, and out of necessity, uh, looking to expand into other markets that made sense for us, um, we, we knew that we needed to, to build and maintain a system that would allow us to control all of the marketing and to control all of the back-end services as we tried to expand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, think of systems and processes in business, and we just wanted to duplicate ourselves in multiple markets. So out of necessity, we built our own CRM that managed and controlled all of our marketing. Um, And from that, that evolved into 
us getting into the software industry because we found out that there was a massive need for a CRM that did all of your automated follow-up with your leads, um, you know, that ran all of your comps automatically for you and just automated a lot of systems and processes within business of buying and selling homes, um, regardless of who you're buying or selling to, because there's similarities, whether it's turnkey, wholesale, wholesale, flipping, there are a lot of similarities. In all scenarios, you're marketing to people and you're buying from people and you're selling to people and you need to manage all of the steps in that process, the inspections, the appointments, the, you know, evaluating the property. So we, we built a CRM. Um, and now as of last year, we, uh, you know, took another year after we built it for ourselves and built a multi-user platform called investor PO, um, or IPO for short, which is essentially that CRM built off of our own business model. Um, but encompasses again, you know, whether you wholesale retail, uh, it doesn't matter. It handles all of your business contacts, all of your business leads, whether buyers or sellers or agents or bird dogs, um, all of the processes within the business from your appointments, inspections, contracts, um, you know, selling and marketing your property, and then gives us a report of all the KPIs live in real time. So a truly all-in-one CRM that manages the entire real estate business for you, built by an investor, which is unique to our industry, and then now used by, you know, over 100 different large corporations that are scaling and growing it. And then out of another necessity from that, when a lot of people ask, and for our own business and a, and a good friend of mine, I partnered with somebody who was spending, you know, over a half a million dollars a year on direct mail and knew there just had to be a better way for managing all of his lists that he got all over the place. And there was probably a lot of redundancy that he was wasting money on. There's so no out of that necessity, yep. we built something called Property List Manager. Um, which essentially is just puts all your data into one place and then does a whole lot of magical things to save you money while making you a ton with all of your lists. Like the, the prime feature of it is list stacking, um, automated vacancy checking by USPS, validating all of your addresses against that to make sure you're not, you know, mailing addresses that don't even exist, um, and a host of a ton of other features. Yeah, there's no doubt uh, real quote-unquote real estate investors need that kind of stuff and even if they're just getting started I mean the uh, the property list manager is like Excel on steroids on steroids on steroids <laughs> and I know because I'm a, I'm a yeah, client yeah. and also a, a user or whatever they say right uh, I'm glad you disclosed <laughs> yep, that yep. Right. yeah it doesn't sound like yeah, you're, you're doing too the much there, Rob. <laughs> it sounds like you've been slacking off a little bit Rob that's that's what it sounds like just to me. a little just a little <laughs> what's what's the um like with regards to um you know, real estate investing and, and, of course, the software. What was, like, one of the number one or, like, the top ten items uh, that people were frustrated with when it came to real estate investment? Yeah, so um, real estate investment, I find that the biggest thing they have is not knowing who to market to is one of the top ten. Mm -hmm. um, and so that and that fosters into, you know, where do I get the right list? How do I do the right marketing? Um, and then the, the next thing that I see a lot of people doing is once they even figure out how to do a deal, they don't know how to scale that. Um, so they need they, – and most of it is because they don't have a system or process that manages that. Mm -hmm. So they don't know – you know, they don't have a system or process in place to be able to scale or to put people into the, you know, positions that will allow them to free up their time and leverage the ability to do more deals. Right. Um, and then the the – other, I think, probably big pain point that I see for a lot of people is just um, either they don't at all track or they 
they want to but really have no idea on how to track. And what I mean by track is really like tracking down to if I'm going to spend money on marketing, what is that marketing making me, right? So how, right. how many – what is it costing me to get someone to contact me? Right. What is it costing me to actually get a lead that I can make an offer on? And then, you know, because people will spend money like, oh, I heard bandit science. Oh, I heard this. Oh, I heard direct mail works. Oh, I, I'll try this. And they'll spend money on all these different things. Right. And they do deals. The problem with that is that you don't know where you did the deal from. Right. And you're you're truly tracking it. So, yeah, you don't know. You're spending money on a bunch of stuff. If you shut one of them off, maybe that was the thing making you all the right. money. In, investor you're tracking that, you don't know. Rob, Investor PO, give out the, the, the domain name slowly, but that, that will track everything that you're talking about, your KPIs, as guys like you and I like to talk about, right? Yes. It's 100% live, real-time. So it's in, InvestorPO.com is the domain. Um, and, it, it yes, it tracks everything in real-time and, and, like I said, manages basically all of the pain points I just said. Yeah, it's the lifeblood of your business, really. Absolutely. It is. There's a, it runs everything for us. Is, What's that, Emil? Rob, this is Emil. Is this a subscription-based service? Or is it a um, downloadable yeah, software? It, no, it's a subscription-based software because it continues to manage your business as you grow. Excellent. You can use it, it does in the everything. business, probably, right? You know, I've got several clients that own you know pretty big real estate portfolios and... Uh -huh. Do it on, you know, Excel. You gotta, fit, you gotta fit a need, right? So I mean, this yeah, is a, a definitely a need. Rob, you're a big success and motivation guy. Tell us um, what book. I don't want to see your newest book because I know um, I, I like to think I'm a pretty good reader, but I know you read way more than me. Um, you're probably at fifty or a hundred or maybe more books a year. But for uh, for kind of the the newer doing a little bit of business type people, who um, what what's the best book you think they should read or the best couple? Because I know you're not gonna be able to get it down to one. Yeah, I'll give you a couple, and I'll give you my number one across the board, whether you're real estate or whatever, that I always recommend and just did on my first podcast recommended. It is called Magic by Rhonda Byrne. I think it is the most impactful book I've ever read um, to this day. I still read it. I've given away over 100 copies to family, friends, and people because I just believe it's that impactful. Huge, huge component. It's a 28-day read. It's literally like a five pages a day for 28 days um, thing with a focus on gratitude. It'll change your life. Awesome. Outside yeah. of that, yeah. a couple yeah. other, I'll throw three top choices that are all business related and would relate to almost any business to help you. Um, I would look at Gino Wickman's Traction. Yep. Great game changer on how to manage and run a business. And he's um, from Detroit. And, and get into system processes. What did you say? I he's said from he's Detroit? from Detroit, yep. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, Profit First by Michael Mekowitz, great book on how to manage your money, whether it's real estate or, or unrelated, any business, even personal life, great way to manage your money. Um, and then The One Thing. Oh, yeah, The One Get Thing. Get very focused. Perfect. Those are all. Those books are all money, as I would like to say. Uh, Mike Mikalowicz, he's awesome. Yeah. He teaches crazy stuff. I use Profit First, and everyone thinks I'm nuts. Um, including my banker and my, my bookkeeper. But, uh, you know, for, yep. for those of us who want to get to that seventh level business, um, you know, it's you've got to employ some of those tactics. So, Very good. You do. You do. So, Rob, one uh, parting shot. Uh, we're we're going to be signing off shortly. But um, how can people get in touch with you uh, directly through your, your website or, you know, your mentorship program? How do they reach you, out to you? 
Yeah, the best is through, I mean, through my website, you're going to get to most of my team, any of our websites um, directly. It would be robert at investorpo.com is the best way to reach me. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Rob, for joining us. It thanks, sounds like Rob. you're you're just starting in your journey, uh, Rob. I'm, I, you know, you got to just apply yourself a little bit more, I think. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'll but, work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> but thanks for joining us, uh, Rob, and uh, we'll talk to you shortly, okay? Um yeah, was, thanks for having me, you're guys. You're welcome, Rob. Thanks so much. Okay, that was Rob Seifert. And um, I think when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about just the, the final events, wrapping, th oh, we, you know, a couple phone calls, et cetera. So cool. uh, that's it. All right, well, Cut this out. is Real, Real Estate Reality's new radio <laughs> media. We'll talk to you in a few minutes. low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version. Yeah. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. I was told I got a perfect face for radio. That's I do definitely. We all have good foreheads yes, for radio. <laughs> That's for sure. I Five head makeup. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. We're back. David Sobel with Real Estate Realities. I'm here with Dylan Tanaka, Emil Israelov, and of course the heartbeat of the show, Nancy Phillips. So um, I, you know, during the break uh, we have a caller that came in, and so I don't know if we can bring him up. Uh, who do we have on the line? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. What's up? Hi. Hi. This is David. Who am I speaking with? Uh, Stan Prisby. Hi, I Stan. Hi, Dylan. Stan, sorry great. about that. Dylan uh, just okay. did a funny move there. So, uh, listen, what, what's, what can we help you with today, Stan? Appreciate it. For well, okay, I, I have a situation. Um, I have a signed purchase agreement, mm -hmm. um, but now the seller is trying to back out, saying they don't want to sell. 
Um, and when I contact my realtor, it's almost like she's avoiding me. I'm not getting any help there. I, I need to know what to do next. Oh, that's, you know, that's pretty common. Do you mind taking the call off the, uh, the answer off the line? Um, is that okay? That's fine. Okay, great. Thanks for joining us, Dan. So, um, mm-hmm. what, what do you think, Dylan? Um, I mean, I, I kind of know my answer, but I, you see it just as regularly. As, so. as a junior attorney, as I like to call myself, yeah. <laughs> um, the, you know, if, as long as people weren't under duress when they signed that, that contract is enforceable. Mm-hmm. So, the, the trouble is, is the sellers probably still live in the home, so they've got it held hostage. A lot of times you're just going to walk away from that, but the first thing you're going to do is to call your attorney, and if you don't have one, you're you know you're a fool because you're representing yourself. Right. So I think the first step is to talk to an attorney, but th- that contract is enforceable, so they they kind of have to sell or pay to get out of it. Right. The the, um, the legal term uh, or the legal theory is called specific performance. performance. Mm-hmm. So um, you can go to court, and you, you know you don't really look at. I'm I'm a easy guy to deal with. The last place I want to really be as an attorney, honestly, is in court. But if we have to go to court we will and um, specific performance basically is a theory that uh, says we want you to execute and complete the contract and you have to go to the judge and they have to look at the contract and say you know what sellers you need to be out you know he's complied the buyers complied with all the terms of the contract everything every answer you're looking for um, is going to be in the provisions of your document no matter if it's a purchase agreement stand or if it's a refinance contract or a mortgage uh, application everything's in the document especially in real estate everything pretty much has to be in writing uh, and if you're a realtor unfortunately i mean and dylan i know and i know that you deal with uh, realtors uh, emil there's great realtors out there there's wonderful realtors out there unfortunately uh just like any other profession if you don't have the right realtor or the right professional she or he may not be going to bat for you sure um you know i don't know the reason why stan that they yes Emil. or might not even know what to do yeah, in this that, situation that's right. you know right. the barrier sure. to entry in michigan to right. be a real estate agent has not been very high it's, right you know it's, it's one week of class. It's a one week of class and right. lic- you know, and a licensing test that most people can study for, and right. you know, and these are the situations that really separate the professionals from the somebody that's you know working at GM and then doing real estate on right. weekends, and you know, that's you know, make that face again because we are on radio and it's like, <laughs> uh, I always say um, after someone's licensed for X amount of years, they should be forced to become a broker. But mm-hmm. the, yeah, uh, say that the you know the the national organization won't do that because they won't get as much money from members right. <laughs> and i actually just say that those realtors is they're the gift that keeps on giving to me yeah. so i'm busy every month uh <laughs> cleaning up other you know i always say sure. uh, no. people come in and they get sick all over my desk and my job is to clean it up right and, and that's one of the things i do at least three to five times a month is cleaning up after a realtor i, I had one lady who all she could do is write as a realtor. She kept writing addendums to a purchase agreement. <laughs> we probably had twelve addendums to this purchase agreement, and they they just you know to sort through them was incredible. Sure. But guess what? It was good for me. It oh, was yeah. unfortunate for my client, and we ended up taking care of the you know we didn't have to go to court, but it took around right. two weeks to get resolved. So, uh, specific performance is the the actual legal term, uh, Stan and. Um, you know, if you have any other questions, comments, or concerns, you can always give me a call at uh, Sobel PLC or Proven Resource, which is 888-789-1715. And listen, That's a shameless plug. I apologize. but Or call your call your local real estate attorney. But right. make sure they're a real estate attorney, not a criminal attorney yes. or a personal injury attorney. We've got a few so, more minutes. So, Emil, sure. before we go, um, you know, again, give us all your contact information. It's been awesome having yeah, you on Yeah, it's great, Emil. Okay, Thank thanks you for, for the joining opportunity, us. Guys, yeah. I really appreciate Next it. Next time, you bring know, bagels. I love sharing knowledge. Yeah. 
Hey, you can't plug a Jersey bagel? No. no. <laughs> you cannot. I think you just did. <laughs> no, but uh, maybe we'll get them here. Um, no, just if you're interested in taking the next step in investment real estate, um, you know, we have investment prog- products with as little as 15% down. Mm-hmm. The um, we As we spoke, the conventional loan limits, you know, uh, for a single family, uh starts at, you know, or is at $453,100, that's for a single family home and can go, you know, I think the, the four fam, the four unit goes up to almost a million dollars. Wow. Um, so there, you know, you don't have to start that big. You can start with one small property and, you know, that's how, you know, some of the greatest wealth in our country has been built with real estate. Right. And we've got the tools to help you and, uh, you know. Rates are still at historical lows. Right. You know, people uh-huh. rates went up a half a percent since right. November, and people are like, oh, "It's oh, a crisis, right?" You know, it's a crisis. Yeah. But you know, hey, when I bought my first, when I opened my first mortgage company, uh-huh. rates were at seven and a half, eight percent. Sure. Okay, uh-huh. That's how we date each other. But when I started in the business. Um, <laughs> 11 to 12 percent. It's amazing. Yeah, I think it was actually up to 18. But listen, um, it's myloanofficer.com, by the way, for a Yep, and on every social media, that's my handle, myloanofficer at Twitter. Great. Take us out. out All right, well, listen, uh, we're going to see you guys next week. This is Real Estate Realities on New Radio Media, 10 a.m. every Saturday morning. So we'll see you next week. Thanks, Dylan. Bye bye.